You may need to watch this episode twice. You may need to share, like, and subscribe this episode. I'm just saying, maybe if you want to do that, I don't know. I mean, it will help. It will also help your studies. I'm just saying, it will also help me. If you love me, let's just do it. Let's play with it. Come on. Would you love me? Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm back. See, listen, you guys, I mean, I'm feeling better. I love what I do. I love doing mm-hmm. this. I already feel better every time I read the word. It makes me feel better. Aw, that's nice. Okay, redo. Let's go back. We gotta finish this damn episode. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not editing this out. Just oh so you know. Oh my gosh, Clara, <laughs> we're editing this out. No. no, just so you know, that was beautiful. Clara. Ooh. Hey, Father. How you doing? I'm doing well. So, what story are we doing this week? You are so creative. Great. Call back later. You guys, this week we continue the story in First Kings and a little bit of Chronicles. This week we're talking about good and bad kings, babes. Welcome to another episode of Bible Stories with me, Brianda. Brianda. And this week, obviously behind the wheel and every week I don't know what's wrong with me obviously something's up Clara say hello to the people hi how are you <laughs> um not great <laughs> but obviously very sensual this week you are <laughs> that was hot I hope you guys like that little uh close-up you see mm-hmm. little bible babe finessing here yeah. um I, I I welcome you welcome everybody uh, new people who come from poor minds welcome to the show uh you came on a really uh, edgy day I'm serving 90s MTV real world vibes um so is Clara Clara you're serving me kind of sporty uh, glam sport. Thank you. I don't know. Actually, if you allow me, a uh, friend of mine allowed. did this for me. She's starting her own, like she's learning how to sew and stuff. She's learning, um, starting the shirt. her own. Yeah. She's starting her own like clothing, um, mm-hmm. side. Her brand is, uh, called authentic as in French, authentic, Q-E-E. Authentic. Authentic. ID. I'll just put the Instagram. Yeah. Somewhere here. But yeah, it's really dope. Like she did that. I like it. And it's like really cool. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a really big mushroom trip I had a couple years ago. Okay. You know, the prisms, the geometric shapes. Hey guys, come to the YouTube channel and check her shirt out. It's really nice. And go visit Authentique. Put the handle here. Yeah. I'm all about supporting friends. If you're my friend and you want something to promote, let me know what it is. I mean, we're still we're still little, so you might as well take advantage of me now. (laughs) If I if I rock with you, then like let me know. I'll put your handle up here. Why not? Let's share the wealth. This is a Bible Babes Nation, and we're all about you know helping one another out. If if you need and whatever I don't care mm-hmm. I don't care about that I'm gonna be the worst person when making money I'm just like oh yeah just take this yeah whatever you want a, you want an ad or a free ad on our show yeah whatever <laughs> watch everyone start hitting me up um that's not for everybody just don't take advantage you know what I'm saying <laughs> but um anywho this week uh we're talking about good kings bad kings we're continuing the swing from last week but I wanted to you know Do some house rules before, you know, uh, uh, this is what we do in the intro. We just discuss our moods, how are we doing? Um, And uh, this week, we actually moved our recording day. We were supposed to record two days ago. And we're going to give you insight into a little bit of behind the scenes Mm -hmm. of what goes on with the show. But the pre-production of the show is something that is more involved than other shows. I've had another show, Super Trip Talk. I have been podcasting since 2017, 2018. I know that this show is far more laborious. It's far more involved than other shows. I script the shows. I know it seems like I'm fun and going off the cuff. It's half scripted. So half of it, it takes me sometimes a week to write, sometimes two weeks. Mm -hmm. Anywho, we're supposed to record two weeks ago and I dropped the ball. Clara knows. I canceled our recording because uh, I had a manic episode. Yeah. And I don't want to make this show, ugh, I don't want to make this show a mental health show. It's not, there's so many other shows for that. I don't want it to be the show. I also don't want to make excuses for myself. No, but we want to be transparent. Right. Like, if you're seeing my eyes a little sunken in, it's because I'm coming off like a four-day bender of like not sleeping and thinking I'm Jeff Bezos. Like, I literally felt like, Oh, I can 
I could be in a conference call with Elon Musk. I'm smart enough. Like that's what happens when you're manic. When you're manic, you're like, you talk a mile a minute and you uh, you you believe that you can do anything. You mm. overexalt yourself. Kind of like mm. uh, different characters in the Bible, believe it or not. Like kind of like uh, King David has done in the past and um, Samson has done in the past. You overexalt yourself. <laughs> they were manic. Maybe they were manic. Um, I also realized the, ra- the way I really can tell when I'm hitting a, a wall is when I start repeating the same bad habits, expecting different results. And I know that through therapy and through different tools and mm-hmm. strategies that I've learned. I'm like, oh no, something's not good. I can't record. Uh, if I record right now, I would be crying every 20 seconds. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to put that much vulnerability on a show. To be quite frank, I'm pretty reserved in, you know me, like I, I like to share my work. I like to share my stuff, but I wouldn't want you guys to, to have an hour of me crying every other second. I think it's only healthy also to keep some things for yourself too. Like it's right. good to share, but you need intimacy too. Yeah. And you know, we're, we just, can't, we, I've been, I feel like I've been on a hundred since coming back from Atlanta, just like in, launching the Patreon and the NFTs and the ads and this and that and the other. And it's like, Oh, okay. Uh, And the fact that they're script, these shows are scripted, and the fact that I want this to look a certain way, I refuse to come into the show uh, uh, looking un- not presentable. I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? So it's just been really exhausting for me, and I haven't slept. I, I, I was, I, 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 I let's rewind. Um, I'm just struggling right now to to discuss this. Um, and you, you, I, I think real, true Bible babes will know that for the last couple of weeks. I have been a little bit inconsistent or maybe a little off my game a bit. And I do attribute that to um, my readings haven't been quite as, my devotional hours haven't been quite as um, focused as they normally are. And I think it's almost like what came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know what comes first. Like, is it me falling off my faith work that, and by falling off, you know, I'm still praying, I'm still doing the work, I'm still coming to work here, you know? Um, uh, What I'm saying is, I haven't been taking care of myself. Um, like, whatever. I don't, whatever. I, 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 the truth is, like, I don't know if I have insomnia. It's not diagnosed. I'm not going to play, you know, Google MedMD. But, like, I've been really struggling the last couple of weeks. And I've been, like, falling into some, like, old stuff. Like, I've talked about it on Super Trip countless times, but not here. But, like, I have eating issues and body image issues and shit. And it's just been really tough the last couple of weeks like with eating and stuff. And because so much of the show is me and being on and whatever, I can only fake it for so long until it like reaches a head. And I think I reached that head. And you know, Clara, you're such a beacon of light because high tangy, not high tangy, but you and I are new friends. The friends that I've cultivated now for years know this about me. And I think that that's really important talking about your mood disorders or your, you know, with your, with your friends and intimate family. So they know mm-hmm. how to be around you, you know, mm-hmm. so they know how to deal with you. And for lack of a better word, like, I don't want to say it, but it is that way. And this is our first time. The first time you actually witnessed maybe like a little mania for me and you were very open and you said, I've never dealt, I don't know how to deal with this. I've never had anything like this happen before. And it kind of reminded me of the way my mom handles things. When I talk to her about these things, this is, and again, You, you will never get offended by this, but mm-hmm. um, I wanted to talk about this because I think it's important. Okay. I was talking to you about changing the the day and completely not acknowledging your like schedule and like the things that you have to take care of. That's why I'm saying it's, it's going to sound really messed up, but it is a little bit harder to love and work with people with mental imp- challenges, right? Like any kind of challenge, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, And you voiced your thoughts about, okay, well, now that we know that this could potentially be a thing, and I'm going to go on two big podcasts next month, it's only going to get more intense. We need to find different protocols to make sure that the show still runs smoothly. Again, Mm -hmm. we're a team of three. It's me, Clara, and Sick. Mm -hmm. We're very small, but we need the show to keep going on. We're still on listener acquisition mode. The show must go on. The show must go on. And I, that's why I'm saying, I don't want, this isn't an excuse for anything. This is honestly just transparency in case you see me be a little erratic or something or 
I'm fine. I'm good. I'm blessed and I'm grateful. Um, but I wanted to let you guys in on it. I'm not like one of those people that like, I know you're going to talk about it in the comments, so I might as well talk about it right now. <laughs> um, uh, but when I was talking to you about what was going on with me, you were so open enough to under to hear what I was saying. Uh, I, I think there's a, a teachable moment here, a learning moment for mm -hmm. the both of us and for people listening. Mania is a different, looks different for everybody, but there are certain things that are the same, like creating scenarios in your head that don't exist, uh, hyping yourself up, you're limitless, you're, it's like this thing, and then you also feel experiences of like worthlessness. Uh, it like all comes to a head, you know? Uh, you, for me, in the instance of me, it's like I experience a lot of different rumination, like like not wanting to live kind of rumination. Not that I'd ever do it. I've never th thought about, you know, yeah. you know, but I'm just trying to be honest here. Uh, that day I was advising you what was occurring and you said some things that I think is a great moment for them to listen to. Uh, uh, and also a teachable moment for both of us. Just say it. Perfect. So in that moment you had said something that I was like, oh, crap, it's because she doesn't know and it's fine. But like you had said, Brie, you need to sleep, You and, which you're right. Just bleep that. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. Your body needs this. You need to knock yourself out. Mm -hmm. And you literally were just trying to find solutions. That's the way you are. Um, in the throes of mania, what you, I don't even remember part of it, but I remember how I felt. And I remember feeling like you had told me, uh, you, this is what you said. Brianda, go to the drugstore, take a drug, knock or yourself cry yourself out. to sleep. Knock yourself to sleep. Valid, valid, because you're trying to find a solution to get me to stop, to get me to chill. In mania, like, when you said that, in mania, in mania, it sounds like drug yourself, cry yourself to sleep, and what my mania does is go, and don't even wake up. Oh, hell no. No, and I know. No, 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 no. okay, yeah. I know you know I didn't mean it like that, but now that I've learned it, it's like, you got to, no, okay, so this is what yeah, I'm saying. Okay. So wait, and, and it's not just you. I already know when I would tell my mom about anxiety, the first thing she'll say was, get it together. What do you want me to do? Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And it's because she is in the same le lens as you, like, find a solution, get to it, get it. Like, I have an immigrant mother. Like, so, it's something, hey, 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 well, I, let me just let me finish real quick, and I want you to come back. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, when you're developing a relationship with someone who does have, let's just say, generalized anxiety disorder, bipolar, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like how you, it, it, it's going to be annoying. And I know no, it's not annoying. how you speak to them really does matter because, oh my God, I was imagining like, crap. You know what I did the second I hung up with you? I called my girl, Louisa. Shout out to Louisa. Here's your handle here. I love you. I love you. This is why it's so important to have like people around you and how God speaks to you in different ways. In that moment, I didn't hear God. In that moment, I was so far from faith, but I was far from him. He was not far from me. In that moment, I called Louisa. And the first thing she said was, she said, Brianda, right now, you're not in an okay place. Clara didn't mean anything by that. Trust me, Clara loves you. She wants you here. Take that out of your head. And she just stayed with me on the phone. And it was so awesome. And I say, I'm revealing this testimony, not to demonize anyone here because I love everyone involved, but just as a way to show like, even like when we're at the darkest spot, you know, like the Lord is there for us and he'll show up. And in that moment, he showed up for me in friendship, you know? even using you, even using you, you know? And I think it was a really uh, teachable moment and I was not gonna talk about it, but I think it's dope to express that because I think we could learn from this, all of us, and tying into Bible, like the Lord always has us. And like, anytime you, I asked the Lord in that time, I was like, please come, like, please come here. I need help right now, right now. It's so funny because the Lord will sometimes He'll see you in code red. The Lord will literally say, say the word. The Lord will tell you, say when. And he will say when. And he used you to get me to say when. And guess what? I actually ended up that night. I did. I, I'll say it right now. Like I ended up taking my, my friend Louisa was like, take chamomile tea, take a sleeping tea. She's right. You need to sleep. Um, I wouldn't say drug yourself, but like, or knock yourself out, but like, she's right. And I, end I ended up doing that. And that's exactly what I needed. The next morning, it was exactly the way you guys said, it felt like the day before was a rush. Like it didn't even happen. It felt like a dream. Yeah. You did say that. It felt like a dream. It didn't yeah. even feel real, but oh, those are one of those moments in life where 
when you're sitting in your 60s and 70s and you're thinking about like really dark stuff, you're that's one of those that. moments. Mm-hmm. Um, Clara, please chime in. Like, what are your what what are your thoughts? We're new friends. This is a new show. You guys, sorry, the intro is going to be a little longer than usual. Um, stay if you don't like this, come next week. I don't know what to tell you. This is important. Or for us. skip to the beginning of the story that you'll have the timeline stamp. Exactly, I'll have the, the timestamp. So. Skip to the story. That's fine. No, I actually think it's super dope that you bring this up. I think um, I would never get offended by that. If anything, I'm glad that you want to talk about it and express it because I told you, I'm new with this. And I can only mean good by you being... Because the closest that I can imagine in my head is being down. Okay, because like we all go like through ups and downs. Every single one of us. And that's the closest experience that I have to it on my personal way. When you're down, I will never get offended by, even if she was like, you were thinking bad things about me or whatever. Like, I know it's not like, it's, it's not your, it's like the down mood, whatever it is, right? But I think it's good that you tell me, not only me um, to learn for the future, you know, occasions, but it's, you speak about it on mic. Because there's a lot of people like me that have never interacted with people that suffer from ups and downs, like like real ups and downs, not what like yeah. average like people would go through you know like yeah. when it's Chemical. mental health yeah mental yeah. health like imbalances chemical imbalances so it's good because we don't know how to like you mean like like your friend said like i'm in my best i what i mean is is good but i may not know how to you say know it, how, how to, to say, say it. it or i don't not only how to say it but i don't know how you're reading it which is i think the most um important thing here i i need to learn how you read it on those times so i know how to address things when that happens again and i just like the hell no it just came out like that because it's funny how different perspectives depending on where you are mentally can read things differently because Of course, like this is understood. I would never like, oh, go to sleep. No, don't ever wake up. Never. But it's funny that your brain goes there. Because to me, I'm thinking scientifically here. I'm trying to figure out. Clara the scientist, everyone. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm just trying to think. I am no doctors, um, psychiatric, whatever. But I do know that the body needs rest. When the body is not well rested and not well nutrient, doesn't have enough nutrients and water, like fat, it doesn't operate as normal. So, and I think I told you that the day after. Yeah. Whatever's going on, probably sleep is not going to fix it, but it's going to ease it a little bit. Yeah. When you are not well rested and you haven't um, had the nutrients that you need and haven't drunk enough water you don't process things as smoothly. And I, I like, I really, I knew, I, I knew you had been not sleeping for at least a good, like a, a few nights. And this cannot be healthy. So, and the only reason why I said knock yourself out is because you, I told you, like you have to find something. If you can't fall asleep, yeah. take something. And you were like, oh, I already took melatonin and it's not working. And I said, go for something harder then. And it's melatonin. not like, yeah, it's yeah. not some. It's not like go for something harder. Don't ever wake up. It's you need to sleep. Yeah. Maybe sleep is the conflictive word. Now I'm just realizing you need to rest. Yeah. Because sleep can be permanent. Rest, not oh, kind of also, but whatever. Your body needs to rest. And if A is not working, try B, try C, try C, because or D, because you need to rest. And then tomorrow everything's going to be different. That's the only. That's the only thing. But I'm. I'm actually grateful that. Um, that you're sharing this because I want like I want to learn how to how to um, manage in, in, in these situations, you know. Not well, yeah, working, but like- you're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> this isn't the flat. I mean, I, it, this isn't the last time. It's going to be something that's a part of me, right? So, like, as I regulate, I might as well keep you abreast and the listeners too, like, because this is just a part of it for sure. And you know, and like I don't want to ever lose that. I don't want to ever yeah. not. Babes, that's who you are. And everything comes with a good and a bad side. The bad side is those um, downs, but there's a bright side to it too, which is your character probably or your personality. Can probably- I be honest with you? No, God's character, God's personality. And this is where I'm going to tell my Christian stuff. I know you're rolling your eyes, but I didn't even share that for me. 
I shared that as a way to show where God was in that moment. Like, but if you see it as me, that's great. However you want to synthesize it. But I'm telling you, for me, it came from like using my platform to amplify God's presence in my life. Which is great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, that's I'm, all I have to say. Yeah. And yeah, no, I got to sleep and I got to eat. But that's okay. That's what we're here for, to remind you. Maybe have you... like a counselor on or something on an episode. Or, that would be really dope to have someone talk to us about the importance of sleep, um, mania perhaps. I don't know. We should definitely do that. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Mm. Why haven't I thought about that? I've only been like uh, sourcing out like personalities uh, and uh, like pastors or, but why don't we delve into that a bit? That could be cool. Okay. Put that on our, put a pin on that. Oh, wow. Well, look at us, Dr. Phil. <laughs> you, me. She's back, you guys. You, me, Jeroboam, <laughs> Ray Ray, the gang. Um, so, guys, uh, I do. Let's hop back into the intro. Thank you for t uh, uh, revealing that to us. Your your take on this, Clara. Listeners, let us know what you think. Uh, if you're not a if you're not a Patreon member, I know I'm going to talk about this on Patreon. Clara, please put the URL below on the lower thirds, uh, www.patreon.com forward slash Bible Brianda to catch exclusive bonus content from me and the team. I put some behind the scenes stuff on there. Something that I'm really looking forward to for the Patreon is uh, a book club that I'm starting that's Patreon only. And I started narrating a book. And honestly, I'll be, I'll be admitted, I was just trying to find content that I know I can do, content that I read a lot, I, I like to read, mm -hmm. um, content that I know I can do, content that I would do anyways, and something that's convenient for me right now. Because we, ju we just discussed some tweaking, guys. <laughs> I need to do something that's like good quality, effective, and also, you know, I'm, I'm trying to optimize my time here. And... Oh, why didn't I think of it sooner? Narrating chapters in books, narrating chapters in Bibles. Anyways, let me grab, I brought the book. Uh, Clara, speed through this. We're going to do a new book every month. And I knew I was going to do this book because uh, it's small, but it's mighty. It's Letters to a Young Poet. Oh, here? Sure, here, yeah. Letters to a Young Poet. This translation is the Stephen Mitchell translation, but there are a bunch of different translations. It's not too late for you to join in because it it's totally, it's easy to read. It's so impactful. I see God in every page, but it's a secular book, so they say. Uh, or not so they say. It's a secular book. It's not, you know, there are no religious connotations to it, but I see Christ in every single page. It's really dope. If you're creative, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're any kind of uh, artist or business venture capitalist, it doesn't matter. There's value in this book and it's super short. Our, uh, I'm not going to announce the Zoom day publicly because only the patrons have access to that. Uh, but you get an hour Zoom with me at the end of the month, every month to discuss the book. But throughout the throughout the month, I'm narrating each chapter or I'll narrate a couple chapters. So it's like you get like an audible, an audio book in one. So yes. it's kind of like you're paying for that subscription too, I guess. Um, and I'm also co making commentaries as I'm reading too, like, oh, what? You kidding me? But anyway, it's it's really dope, and I I I I I, I think it's kind of cool. We're gonna start amp like beefing up the Patreon with the more resources we acquire and stuff like that, but for now, I'm really proud of it. Go join the Patreon, guys. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Bible Stories, Bible Stories, Bible Brianda. That's what it is. Guys, haven't slept. We're getting there. We're getting there, slow and steady. The engine is starting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Quick little NFT plug here. We're still doing NFTs. Invest in the NFTs, guys. Or I mean, invest if you want to invest in me. You don't have to. Put, put the put the thing. Clara, put the QR here. Uh, we put there are different works of art that my friend Manny makes for us for the for the Bible babes, and he implements my characteristics, my quirks, my personality, and also segments of the show, and kind of makes cool little digital art and digital re renderings. And it's may not be worth much now, but it may will. be worth. Be smart and invest now because it will. <laughs> the price is going up. Yep. <laughs> Bree, can you can you teach me? My sister did too. My sister ended up sending me a bunch of sermons and stuff. But I literally was like, as I was thinking about it, because I think in song. I don't. I don't know why. I think in taste 
in colors and songs. And when I was trying to find the answer, I was like, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, the yogurt commercial Activia? Yeah. Activia. I'm literally like, it's mania. I'm like, <laughs> I literally am like, okay, think. So I go to the computer and send my sister a bunch of things the whole time. Think, it's mania. It's mania. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along, guys. Let's hop into the story. I'm ready to start the story. I wonder, though, go before ahead. you jump real quick. I wonder, though, you are a creative person. Yeah. So mania amplifies, like, your creative side. Like whenever you're a mania, like this mania, like this is coming out through oh, your I creative. I wrote like three songs yesterday. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What happens with people that are non-creative? Like where does it come out? Like, you know, like. Oh, I still think it does. Oh, but here's the thing about mania. The three songs I wrote were probably terrible. But in the moment I was like, this is gonna win me Grammys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not, and actually one of them was good. I'll, I'll say, uh, I write songs. I'm a songwriter, whatever. No, 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 not a lot of people know this. I do it for fun. It's like my happy place. It's a babe of many times. I, I, I like to make music, but anyway, so, uh, uh, with other people, it doesn't matter because the world is their oyster. Like it doesn't matter. You could be a banker. You could be, a, and if you're, if you experience, you know, uh, uh, manic mood disorders or whatever, you're, you're manic or bipolar or whatever have you, when you're in a high or whatever that, when you're in a mania, you literally feel like anything in any of your desires comes to the surface. Even the desires from when you were a kid or something oh. and they become accessible. You become limitless. And then the people around you are like, Babe, you're, you're losing your mind. Oh. Like, come here, aterriza. ¿Me entiendes? So, yeah, you're high on drugs, too. Like, some drugs do that to you. Uh, no? Yeah. They make you, but, like, invincible. And but not in this, in this. I'm also, I, you already know, I'm on SSRIs yeah. right now. And I, I know that's not great for oh, no, I'm talking stuff. about illegal drugs. Like, some illegal drugs oh. make you feel like that, too. No? Like heroin, girl? What you... I don't know. You know, I only, I, I didn't like try any drugs really. I'm like smoking a couple of times, but. <laughs> what? <laughs> I try marijuana. It does seem like a drug, but it's the scariest drug there is because again, it's in, it's in, it's insanity. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I mean it in a bad way. Like it, it's bad, like yeah. a drug. Like, well, but you started with kind of in a cool way because, and you're, you're frowning your eyebrows. Yeah, the cool life. way is here. Like you were saying you, you, uh, at the beginning of whatever you, your your preamble mm. to the story, you were saying that I'm creative or something. You are. It can manifest itself in creative ways because you're flushing out these desires, and you have your you think that you that limitless nature is actually really dope for designing and um, editing, and that's Creating, how I yeah. come up with stuff and right. these ideas and these scripts. It's great. The downside of it is in moments where. Um, you're, you're, you become so invincible and you pretend like you're God that you start losing sleep because you don't need sleep. You you're, you're God mm, in your head. You're, you can do anything. You're unstoppable that, and yeah. you, at, at, at your body's expense. And that is insanity. Mm. You know, what is the definition of insanity? Like, um, doing, can you look it up? Yeah. Because it, from my, it really is doing the same things over and over again, thinking that the results are going to be different. When it's really your, Ex what's the definition of insanity? It says the state of being seriously mentally ill, madness, extreme foolishness, or irrationality. Irrational? Irrationality. irrationality. Yeah. Um, let me look for something else. Cause... Well, I mean, that's the essence of it. That's, that's essentially what it is. I transmute it as... That's the definition from Albert Einstein, what you're saying. Insanity is... in. Sanity? Insanity. Insanity is doing the same thing over and yep. over, expecting different results. Yep. There That's you go. That's Albert Einstein's. Yeah. Love him. That's my dude. I rock with Albert hard. Fire. He can get it. Um, <laughs> not my vagine, because we know I am chaste. <laughs> All right. Let's go um, to the story. Yeah, let's go into the story, guys. Wow. What time is it? So where we left off, Clara actually, for the listeners and for the watchers actually of YouTube, put the map of the split kingdom. So we can recap. Mm -hmm. We know from last week's episode that uh, the North was ran by a king. The North called Israel. Let's call the North Israel, the bottom called Judah. Understood? The North ruled by a king that was, we call here on Bible stories with Rihanna, JB. And Judah, the South, 
was ruled by a king named Ray Ray. We called him Ray Ray. We all know the real names are Jeroboam and Rehoboam, Rehoboam, for that very reason, what you just saw. I cannot say the names, so I nicknamed them, okay? <laughs> Anyways, moving right along. So from last episode, we know that both of them die. Now here is the thing, guys. It's going to be really confusing because this week's episode, despite us knowing that these kings have passed, what prophet Jeremiah, who wrote the book of 1 Kings and 2 Kings, what he was trying to do was kind of summarize this turbulent era in the history of Israel, of the history of God's people. With that said, he kind of bounces back and forth between timelines. And I don't want this to dissuade you or discourage you from continuing reading, okay? That's why I've also included a little bit of Chronicles in here. Now, Chronicles is another book in the Bible that retells the same story in a different way. The book of Chronicles was written by prophet Ezra, all right? And the difference between the book of Kings and the book of Chronicles, they tell the same stories of, you know, the, even King David, Solomon, uh, uh, JB, uh, Ray Ray, moving forward. Like they tell the same stories, but in different ways. Kings explains the series of events. Uh, ooh, Clara, edit here. The Bible recap, uh, put it in a really dope, concise way. Think of the book of Kings, or First Kings and Second Kings, like a docu-series. And Chronicles, like uh, the news. Do you understand what I'm saying? The writings are very different. The authors are very different. But one cannot be read without the other, much like all the books in the library that is the Bible. Any questions you have in one book will be answered in the next. And what I find in Kings and Chronicles is that they blend and they answer one another. What the other one gives, the other one supplements. What the other one lacks, the other one has. Does that make sense? Clara, is that making sense? It does. We had to interrupt the show to tell y'all about this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is none other than the Red Panda Stock Club. Honey, are you tired? Are you tired? Are you tired of not knowing anything about the stock market? Well, I got the answer for you, babes, and it is the Red Panda Stock Club, okay? Join the Red Panda Stock Club. There are a lot of people talking about investing, but none of them have the track record of the creator of Red Panda, Ian also known as Ian, the master investor on all socials. He's incredible. Love him. Love you, Ian. Love you. Thank you so much for investing in the show and investing in me and also investing in my friends. Like I just made a really dope new friend named Angel. If you're watching this, shout out to Angel who shares so much with me about investing and he also takes the Red Panda Stock Club course. Mm. And he's always talking to me about it. He's literally like, dude, no, please, you need to get on. You have to get in on it. It's so great. And it's so comprehensive. He showed me a screen of it. It's incredible. It's really dope. He teaches us how to make safe gains in the market. And um, he's great. Listen, I'm good for babes in the faith. He's great for babes in investing. Okay? Listen, go to joinredpanda.com and use the code BIBLE for 50% off. Come on, you know you wanna do it. At least go to the website. It's a really great investment if this is if you're ready to, to take the next step in your investing journey, you know? Money is spiritual as well, and I think he values that too. Anywho, thanks Ian, and go, go be a red panda. Now let's get back to the show. If you're watching this show consistently, Something about it is, makes you excited or curious or you're at least interested, right? So let me let you in on a little secret about faith work. Our faith does not hinge on grammar, uh, authorship, uh, confusion of like uh, 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 storytelling. Like my faith does not is not contingent on whether I'm confused on the linear nature of this storyline. You know what I mean? So that's also exciting to turn over a new leaf when digesting the book. All right, guys, that is the preamble into this week's episode. Now that that's out of the way, we can really start cooking here. 
We know from a previous episode of Bible Stories that Ray Ray has passed, which he has. But in 1 Kings chapter 15, we also discover that Ray Ray's son, Abijah, is the next person to take over the throne, which I may have said last week, but I didn't say he was a no good king, y'all. I mean, we're talking about Ray Ray here. Ray Ray is Solomon's son. Solomon is King David's son. So this isn't just some, some whatever deva. Like this isn't some like trust fund baby who's like annoying in Murray Hill, New York. New York City people know that, what I meant by that. But here we have King David's great-grandson messing up, okay? Abijah didn't even rule for that long. But let's hop into scripture so we have a little bit more context about how bad Abijah really was. So we're going to go to 1 Kings chapter 15, verses 1 to 3. Now in the 18th year of King J.B., the son of Nebat, Abijah began to reign over Judah. He reigned for three years in Jerusalem, and he walked in all the sins that his father did before him, and his heart was not wholly true to the Lord, his God, as the heart of David, his father. Oh, you guys. I mean, he's basically saying, like, Abijah messed up. And if we're being honest, they only talk about Abijah for, like, a paragraph. Uh, could you imagine? Wait, hi, Tangi. This guy's father got multiple books. This, this guy's great-grandfather got multiple books. It's like when the inheritance falls on someone super lazy and like bad. <laughs> I mean, no, I won't say that because he was important in the, in the end, but he only got a paragraph if we're being real. Ruth got a whole book. Mm-hmm. My girl Ruth. Check that episode of Bible Stories. Great episode. I'm wearing all pink. It's cute. Anyways, so I know this doesn't follow chronologically, but... They also bring about uh, uh, JB into the mix, right? Because what I didn't tell you guys is, while Abijah is king of Judah, Clara, put the map back here so the kids know, while Abijah is still ruling the south, JJ's still alive. Um, JB is still alive. Even though last week I told you he died, don't be confused by that. Timeline-wise, Ray Ray dies before JB. So JB ends up beefing with Ray Ray's son, Abijah. Mm. So this is like intergenerational beef. He tried with the father, didn't work. And then he's like, now it's my chance again. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes. And this is really explained in Chronicles, which is why it's important to read the Bible because they don't really talk about that beef in first Kings, but they talk about that beef in Chronicles Mm. and they talk about that ish in detail. Okay. So King Abijah had some victories over Israel in the North, but what second Chronicles chapter 13 describes is a battle where Abijah had 400,000 people in his army. And JB had 800,000. He had double the people in his army. Mm. But guess what? He loses. No! Uh. The Lord always had favor, like, believe it or not, like, he, like, had favor on Abijah's side because Abijah, because we already know JB has been messing up for way longer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I also wanted to say that um, during this time, even though we know that Abijah, not me. Even though we know that Abijah was sinning and the Lord wasn't happy, at least here we understand that we have two kings that are flawed, two kings that have done wrong, but of the two of them, there is one that's speaking more of the Lord, representing more of the Lord, and that is Abijah in this moment. Mm-hmm. And we read it in, for, in, in Second Chronicles. Abijah ends up saying to JB and about his rebellion, he says in uh, uh, Second Chronicles chapter 13, verse 12, Abijah concluded, God is with us. He is our leader. His priests with their trumpets will sound the battle cry against you. People of Israel do not fight against the Lord, the God of your ancestors, for you will not succeed. Abijah is telling that to him. So this is what I mean. They're both bad. But here's the thing. JB Remember he was making new new priests, new holidays. New, uh, Abijah's not doing that. He's doing worse. JB's doing worse. JB's doing In something way of- worse. And that at least J- Abijah is close enough to God to understand that. Diciéndole, oye, loco. Like, I know we're about to fight, but you're now making people that aren't Levites priests? 
come on. Mm. That that's a, that's a really dope moment about like that's why I named this episode "Good Good King Bad King" because it it removes it kind of like makes you question who really is the good one and who really is the bad one. Mm. It makes you think of what side you're on, though. Mm. You know, at any given day, we're supposed to read our Bible every year, right? Every year it may look different. You know, maybe at that point we're well, I don't want anyone to be on any of their sides, right? <laughs> but we're on God's side. Mm. Understood? So um, Solomon's grandson, Ab Abijah, which by the way, you'll read it, it says Abijam in some places, but we say Abijah. Like me and my Bible uh, kids, my Bible classmates, we say Abijah. Uh, Abijah wasn't king long enough, and uh, we don't really hear that much about him, at least in 1 Kings. Uh, now, what I will say is there is a scripture in 1 Kings chapter 15, verses 6 to 8, that describes this, the, the ongoing war between Ray Ray and JB that I just want to add here for context to tie a bow around the discussion surrounding the beginning of this intergenerational beef. Uh, scripture, 1 Kings chapter 15, verses 6 to 8. Now there was war between Ray Ray and JB all the days of his life. The rest of the acts of Abijah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Judah? Let me skip a little bit. And Abijah slept with his fathers and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa, Abijah's son, reigned in his place. And now we're about to talk about another king, all right? Clara, I'm sorry we gotta do it again. I'm gonna need you to put in again the, the map. Because just, just for now. This is the last one I promise. This girl edits a lot. Clara works real hard for these clips, for these episodes, guys. Show love for Clara in the comments. She works really hard and spends a lot of hours editing these YouTubes. And also, I'm really annoying and put a lot of edits in. Anyways, the map. So now that we know, Abijah is gone and Asa, his next, next line, takes over. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Asa was incredible. Oh, he do. Asa was a great king. But, uh, on paper, it looked like he was correcting the things that his fathers and his forefathers had messed up. Mm. Asa is next in line after Ray Ray. And Asa is spectacular in comparison to his father and his grandfather before him, okay? He ends up, you know clearing up all the wrongs, righting the wrongs. He's living by the Lord. Um, he was encouraged to do so by a prophet. Well, it doesn't say he was a prophet, but he obviously had to have been a really wise man, prophet-like man named Azariah, who reminds him to keep doing the things of the Lord. He kind of like encourages him, hey, keep going in this direction. And I think that's what compels Asa to, you know, lessen slavery, to better his relationship with other lands, to stop prostitution. Dude, high tangy, not high tangy. No. Asa starts removing his own family members from the government that was involved. All the corrupt people Asa got rid of. Mm. High tangy, off the high tangy. This reminds me of how sometimes we need to remove even our family in order to clear our space, clear True. our mind. Mm-hmm. When I, when I read that, and I'm, I'm someone that, I'm, I'm very close with my family, my immediate family, but uh, I, 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 definitely my upbringing was not the, like, the, the safest, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I've realized now, and with therapy, and of course with God's good grace and the Bible and stuff, I've realized that, like, what I really need is Him. And I shouldn't be uh, romanticizing my uh, uh, past pains or pain points or traumas, or I hate that word, but like... Uh, um, uh, remove that. And it involves your family, then you got to temporarily remove that. Right? Now, don't get me wrong. The Bible tells us that there's nothing more important than family. You know that. Family is the most important to me. But in this sense, when Asa does that, he does that to strengthen and better the kingdom of it's Judah. Cleaning what doesn't work any longer. Like what's no longer working. Even if you it's your clean. mom or dad. Yeah. It's for a purpose. Even if it's your brother or sister, you know? Now, he also fires all the male cult prostitutes, and he makes anyone who shames God punishable by law. Wow. So could you imagine, the like, the Lord seeing that and being like, He was starting to be the Lord's favorite. Come on. But are we all trying to be the Lord's favorite? We should. Fair. Like, that, Fair. you know, um, Jordan B. Peterson, um, I was watching uh, his interview that he did with um, uh, Andrew Schultz, mm -hmm. and he said something in that episode that was so poignant. He said, 
he asked him, are you religious? Because Christians love uh, Jordan Peterson. And Jordan B. Peterson isn't even Christian, or he doesn't say it. But he's, you know what he said to Andrew? He said, I don't practice. I'm not that, but I live my life like I am one. Mm. And I said, that is dope. That is really dope. I fuck with that. Yeah, me too. Because I always say, I don't believe in God or like I don't mm -hmm. have a religion, but there are um, the pillar values that the Bible spreads and like wants people to follow. I like are the same values that I have a lot of them. We should all strive so, to be good people, to care about our neighbors, to care yeah. about others, to be kind, to be thoughtful, yeah. to be respectful. Like, I can't tell you how many times I want to disrespect people. I want to disrespect people a lot. I want to disrespect people often. But you know what I do? I, this is what I say. I say, hold on, Brie. Hold on. What would the Lord think of this? Remove yourself. You should respect that other person, not because you think that they need to be respected. You should respect that person because that person is a child of God too, just like you. You understand? I don't want to be nice to you because I like you. I mean, I like you, but I will respect you because you're a child of God and I see you as that and you're worthy. You're worthy of your terrible opinion, but it's fine. Continue. <laughs> That's funny because my <laughs> translation of that as a non-believer. Oh, yes. Because I, I do that too. Like sometimes you have like yeah. feelings yes. towards someone, but then it's like, you just, they're really unequal to you. They're another person. They have the exact same rights that you do. And just because you don't agree with whatever they're doing, that's my opinion of it. And you shouldn't like diminish or, or like undervalue other people just because of that. So it's like, it's funny because you're doing it like, oh, he or her is also uh, God's child, yeah. you know, so you kind of like, I understand how you like put the trust in like, oh, God created us both. So... Yeah. Must be a reason for that, so I have to respect it. And to me, it's like kind of the same without, like the el intermediario. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're here. We're both the same. I don't care who you are. We're both like we both have the same worth. So just because I don't like these of you, that doesn't mean that you're any less. You know, then also, man, they, so that cool. no, that you're right. And when I've, I've done a lot of work to get where I'm at, and I don't want to undo the things that I've done already that I worked so hard to do. And I don't want anyone to have me talking out of character. Right. Because again, guard your mouth, guard your tongue. Like it's, it's it really, having God as your ultimate pillar. You, you like to use that word pillar. I like to use pillar as well. I love that term. Having the Lord as your foundation will kind of start molding other ways in your life. And like, like a domino effect. You may not even know that you're doing it. It's a byproduct of obedience. Mm. So to be even selfish, like I don't want this other person to make me out of, get out of character, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's even, there's so many different, it's a layered discussion, yeah. but ultimately we're saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. so dope to have this kind of unionship from different aspects, different sides of the coin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's why you're so dope. Oh. That's why we're good. That's you're why we dope. work. Yeah. Um, anywho. Right. Carry on. So moving away from the kingdom of Judah, let's now check back in what's happening in Israel, the north. JB ends up dying because he's, he's wicked old by then. And uh, his son ends up taking over, Nadab. And he ends up being just as bad as JB. Go figure, right? He was so bad. He, this guy was so bad. Oh, Nadab was so bad. How bad was he? He was so bad. He ends up getting murdered by someone else in the land. That's how oh, bad he was. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. No, I know. Yeah, his whole family got murdered by a man named Basha. His whole family? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, because remember what we were saying before when it comes to kingdoms? They not only have to kill the king, they have to kill everyone around them. Okay, yeah. You know? Uh, so uh, Basha, his name is Basha. He was an evil man. He was just as evil. You know, um, let's, uh, I want to dissect this a little bit. Let's unpack this. Uh, we're introducing a new character, Basha. Uh, scripture, First uh, Kings chapter 15, verses 31 to 34. Now, the rest of the acts of Nadab, or Nadab, uh, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the King of Israel? Hi, Tanji. Every time they say that, that's an indicator for you to go to Chronicles, by the way. 
every single comma and space in whatever in whatever translation you're reading, which by the way, I recommend the ESV version and the NIV version for Bible reading, uh, is intentional. Okay? Back into the reading. 32. And there was war between Asa and Basha of Israel in their days. Now, I'm going to also read uh, chapter 3 because it, um, verse 3, because it describes Basha's rule in Israel. In the third year of Asa, king of Judah, Basha the son of Ahijah began to reign over all Israel at Tirzah, and he reigned 24 years. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and he walked in the way of J.B. and in his sin, which he made Israel to sin. Which is so funny, because even though Basha is evil and sinning, the Lord still uses Basha and his evil acts and spins them in order to propel the prophet, the prophecy that he had for JB, who's already dead. I may have confused you guys. Play that back if you want to. But do you remember in 1 Kings chapter 14, stay with me here, when JB's son was sick Stay with me here. And he sends his wife in disguise to go to a prophet. Remember that? Remember that? It's from last week's episode. If you're confused, go back to last week's episode. Hear it twice if you need to. That prophet ends up telling JB's wife, hey, by the way, your kid's going to die. Your sick kid's going to die. But also, I got a prophet. Now that you're here, I got more to say. Right? And in that discussion, the prophet tells him, Jabe, not only is JB going to die and the kingdom's not going to be his or whatever, it's going to affect every single line of JB thereafter. Pin in this. We're going, now let's move back to Basha. Basha's evil in sinning in the sight of the Lord, but the Lord still uses that evil, that, which does not come from him, only good things come from God. I'm going to clear that up. To push along the fate of JB, which was predestined a couple chapters before or the, the chapter prior. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, Clara? Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to, I, I want to really uh, like convey how complex the Bible is and how it's not going to take one pass to read. You may need to watch this episode twice. You may need to share, like, and subscribe this episode. I'm just saying, maybe if you want to do that, I don't know. I mean, it will help. It will also help your studies. I'm just saying, it will also help me. If you love me, let's just do it. Let's play with it. Come on. Would you love me? I'm back. See, listen, you guys. I mean, I'm feeling better. I love what I do. I love doing mm -hmm. this. I already feel better every time I read the word. It makes me feel better. Oh, that's nice. Okay, redo. Let's go back. We gotta finish this damn episode. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not editing this out. Just oh so you know. Oh my gosh, Clara, <laughs> we're editing this out. No, <laughs> just so you know, that was beautiful. Clara, Clara, I'm depressive. <laughs> okay. Um, and if you guys wanted to read more about that, I won't do it now because it's long and lengthy, but it's really important. Um, the prophet talks to JB's wife in chapter 14, verses um, verses 7 to uh, 16, if you wanted to read that. Chapter 14, verses 7 to 16. Read it on your own. Now, Basha plans to mess up Asa down south. Basha is evil. He is trying to gain power of the whole land, okay? He ends up uh, setting up a blockade against Asa in his territory in Judah. What's a blockade? Like it's, it's a military term. It's like what they do in war where they block a road, a major road uh, uh, for goods and people in general, um, a major impediment, mm -hmm. a blockade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what ba uh, Basha starts doing. Basha starts uh, planning and scheming with neighboring lands in order to make this even better, to really take over. Ooh, girl, where, 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 where am I? Okay, let me get, let me get a... Let me get to scripture. First Kings chapter 15 verses. Dun, 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 dun. First Kings chapter 15 verses 16 to 24. And there was war between Asa and Basha, king of Israel, all their days. Basha, king of Israel, went up against Judah and built Ramah, the town, or the blockade, that he might permit no one to go out or come into Asa, king of Judah. 
Then Asa took all the silver and the gold that were left in the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house and gave them into the hands of his servants. All right, now listen, listen here. It's a little bit confusing. Asa knows what's going on. Obviously, he knows about this blockade. He knows what Basha's is doing. So Asa is actually being quite diplomatic. He's coming up with solutions like a, almost like a politician would. Very kosher, very cool, very, like, you know what I'm saying? Pop back in scripture. And King Asa sent them to Ben-Hadad, the son of Tabramon, the son of Hezion, king of Syria, who lived in Damascus, saying, let there be a covenant between me and you, as there are between my father and your father, you know, being political. Behold, I am sending to you a present of silver and gold. He's basically telling all these other lands, don't listen to Basha. Basha ain't got more money than me. Basha ain't got, Basha ain't got nothing. Basha ain't even got the Lord. Trust me. So you know Asa talking to these people because he's so political, whatever. By the way, Asa's doing all this. He's not consulting the Lord. He's doing all this by himself, Mm-mm. which we know is not the greatest. Mm-mm. Good king, bad king. Good king, bad king, right? Mm-hmm. Asa ends up converting those lands and flipping them like they're no longer on Team Basha. They no longer want to help him with this blockade or whatever, right? So Basha retreats. Abort mission, abort mission, he retreats. But guess what? He left all his tools and stuff from the blockade. The plan was set there. It's almost like he left his blueprint up and open because he got so scared, pussy. Uh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, uh, uh, Asa takes the blueprint. He ta- Asa takes the blockade, the blueprint. Oh, and boy. here is where Asa starts to flip. Good king, bad king, remember? He ends up taking the blockade, the same blockade. The same plans that Basha set in, 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 in plan, using them for Judah against Israel. Wow. The same thing. He flipped it. He flipped it. He, he basically served it on a plate for him. Yeah. To, to just. Wow. And let me tell you something. This is what happens when you do not consult the Lord. Mm. You may be very diplomatic, very political on your own volition. Yeah. What a blessing. What a skill you have. Mazel tov. Look at you. But the Lord did not command this. Stop trying to play God. Okay, guys, the story gets better. So we know that Asa was scheming and used the Lord's name, Asa, in the name of the Lord, to get another land to fight Basha up north. That chess move by Asa in Judah got Basha to stop rocking with them indefinitely. And Asa, knowing that what he was doing just went to town. He literally annihilated mad people. Like, at this point, he's now one of the bad guys. Damn it. I know. Gosh. We lost him. We always fall. We always lose them, bro. Clara, Clara, stay with me over here. That's all of us, babes. That's all of us. And it is our duty to recalibrate. It is our duty to, how do we practice? How do we practice being not a shit person? True. You know, how to make that a practice because we're going to fall. Um, that's why when I ask you sometimes as an atheist and non-believer, I always say, how do you define what's good and bad? And you said before, you said multiple things, but the one thing that comes to my mind is you said, uh, well, I want to treat other people the way I want to be treated. I would, and there's a whole lot of I, I, I happening. And mm-hmm. then I asked you one time, I was like, well, Clara, what if you're not sleeping and not eating or whatever? What do you do then? Mm. What, do you, what do you do when Clara's not in there? You know what I'm saying? It's so much pressure for one person. How do you find what's good and bad when on those days, on the days where you flip? Because it happens. And by the way, that's not a criticism. That's a question. Not the yet. same way you question me and my beliefs, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm questioning you, babes. <clears throat> I understand. Um, now, the prophet Hen-Ani, great with words, great with words, Brianda, tells Asa that the Lord isn't pleased with him. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, this part. Ooh, this part makes me cringe. Ooh, we may need to end the episode early, honey. Because the second he says that, the second Hanani tells Asa, hey, by the way, friend, you've lost it. You're there. You're going way off the, the chosen path. This is not what's meant for you. Asa doesn't like being criticized at this point because Asa now, he's managed to get a bunch of cities to fall in with him. He's crushing it in Judah in his mind. You know what? Maybe Asa was a little manic. Asa was experiencing his throes of mania. That is what's going on. <laughs> Listen, Asa imprisons that prophet, Hanani, and treats people like crap. 
Asa also ends up being depressed and saddened. Oh, he's kind of controlled by his regrets. So I'm reading this because I wrote it while I was scripting. I want to make sure I say it. Um, Asa ends up being depressed from my understanding and my interpretation. Um, from my interpretation, Asa feels controlled by his regret so much so that his pride takes over and the pride doesn't let him admit to himself that he messed up. Because listen, listen, I believe in people. And at the beginning of this, Asa was so great. He was so constantly motivated and inspired by the Lord. And you saw in the beginning what, 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 what his father even told JB. That's something that was taught, mm -hmm. the understanding of, of our heart aligning with the, that of our Lord. Mm -hmm. I, have to, I have to take that into account. I can't just forget that. That was a part of him too. So I know that the only way that he could sentence a prophet to death you must be experiencing something really sad. You, he must be hurting. So in my head, I'm like, wow, Asa was actually so depressed that he didn't even allow himself to repent. Hmm. How sad. Because hmm. if he had just repented, it would have been, repent. We are all, God, we're, God, we have, God affords it. We all can afford it. We all can afford repentance. But to really repent, to really repent, means to admit that you are wrong, that you were not right, that you were wrong in this moment, that you were weak, that you needed the Lord. That's repenting. And then not only that, changing your behavior after, allowing your faith to change your behavior for real, both in public and private, mm -hmm. that's repentance. And Asa didn't do that. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm like, oh, this guy had to have been depressed. Like, I wouldn't say that same thing for other kings, but Asa, I believe that to be true. No, and it does. I, I kind of I kinda see, too, like the hype going up and then boom. Yeah. The drop. Yeah. And like, ah, oh, I, 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 oh, I needed to really see that. I really needed to see that because I feel like I could be an Asa. That, 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 I've been an Asa in recent time, like where I feel like, oh, my God, I've really gone against even my own like self, you know, by... I hate to bring it back. Gosh, I swear we're going to stop talking about it. I'm like a broken record. But not feeding yourself, like to not feed yourself, you're not honoring your body. That's what I said. It's a, it's a way of self-love. Take care of your yeah. body because that's what gets yeah. you going. Yeah. Well, in a way, repentance is feeding your body too, feeding your faith, like admitting when you're wrong. You're feeding yourself even if it feels like you're... You don't have the face to admit it. That's what's happening. Yeah, it takes power to admit when you're wrong. Oh, 100%. You know that kind of vulnerability? Mm -hmm. Anyways, vamos a continuar. Asa ruled for a really long time. And he ended up, you know, by the time he died, the north had already turned over five different kings. That's how long uh, Asa ruled. So his ruling definitely wasn't in vain, you know. But what I noticed was that even up until he died, he still didn't repent. That's where I'll leave you now, but please stay tuned for next week's episode. I'm going to be uh, discussing what happens after, like what happened to the North, what happened to the South, what happened to Israel, what happened to Judah, what happened to Asa's next in line. Um, stay tuned for next week's episode because it gets even more complicated. Moral of the story is, if you're seeking the Lord, you will find him. Trust me. Whether you feel like you're a good king or a bad king, you will find what it is that you're looking for. But it's one of those hindsight kind of revelations. We'll only ever realize that we cross that bridge when we're already on the other side. Ugh, and it sucks because the tricky part about maturing in faith is we kind of grow into it, and it isn't a one-size-fits-all, if that makes any sense. If faith was in a pill, we'd all OD on it, okay? But it's not. you got to train it. And if you listen to Bible stories or are interested in God's true words, you're dope. <laughs> that's what's up. And if you don't but are here because it makes you feel good, that's dope, too. This is the space for that. And even if labels aren't your thing, 
you see the value in being present, being thoughtful, being kind, and asking questions. And I hope those of you who have found him in your quest are able to share your insights with those around you, to those you care about most, and even those you don't know. Because it's now your special little moral obligation. Oh my God! Who could that be? Oh Lord, I'm crying. How you doing? Father, how'd I do? Father, I am so overwhelmed by your presence today. Thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Oh, he loves you. He loves you, by the way. I'm not doing a bit right now. I just want to pray. I just want to pray. Thank you, Father, so much for, for being there for all of us. Thank you for putting Clara in my life and for being so understanding and for Wheezy and for the Bible babes and for poor minds, guys that are here. Father, thank you. We don't, we don't take this for granted. Father, thank you. All right, see you next week. Mm -hmm.